Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tara Brunette Mindset Podcast, where we chat all things manifestation, mindset, dream body, and just creating your dream life. Welcome, Emma Burgess, to the podcast. Um, I found Emma through one of my clients, Sherry, who has also been on the podcast before. And I was just so blown away by just how like genuine down to earth you are. And I think the biggest inspiration to me is that And the reason why I think you really kind of came onto my radar is that I really had a limiting belief around my income and number of followers I have and just seeing you crush it. And like, that doesn't even matter. I mean, I have so many questions about that, but I, I respect that so much and you've been such a huge expander for me. So welcome to the show. And I would love if you just told the listeners a bit about your manifestation journey, how it started and where it's, how it's going. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much. Um, oh, so many things to say. Where to start? Well, I first found out about manifestation about seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, just through a video I saw on YouTube. And then I played with it right then as soon as I watched the video. And within like 45 minutes, my mum kind of bought me what I was manifesting. And I was like, this maybe like this actually is something so I just thought it was kind of completely ridiculous <laughs> and so at first I would just be like small things like parking spaces and playing with those kind of things um because I was like man it's hard to actually influence how you feel and feel differently but over time I got better and better at it. I shifted my relationship with myself I started you know make it like my relationship with men changed men would be all over me I attracted the love of my life within hours I got Pink to sing to me. I got Tony Robbins to hug me. Oh, wow. Just all these little things. Well, you know, they built up and built up and built up. And now, obviously, I help people manifest what they want, especially in business. Um, most of all, business, money, client success is what I do most of the time. I also do love manifesting, body manifesting, a lot of different things too. It just kind of all comes under the manifestation umbrella. Hmm. Yeah, I heard you um, speaking on another podcast around the body stuff. And that's actually what I really have specialized in because I used to have an eating disorder for a long time. And then I was a personal trainer, owned a gym, nutritionist, all of that. And then I discovered manifestation and I married the two. And that's when I saw like the easiest, most effortless results and lost 35 pounds and eat whatever I want all the time. So that's a huge part of like, do you have a little bit of a story around that? Because I know that. Yeah. I definitely struggle with my body in the past. Um, had a bit of an eating disorder years ago now, eight, nine years ago, nine years ago. And um, yeah, and then, you know, I put on a lot of weight and then, cause I would just, I was so, when I was worrying about food, thinking about food, stressing about food. And the more I just let that go and love myself and just felt like less resistance around it. I probably, I'm like 10 kgs lighter than where mm-hmm. I was then. Um, but yeah, I've helped a client lose 60 pounds without changing diet and exercise. You know, clients just drip off weight off when they start doing my work because when we are loving ourselves more and listening to ourselves and giving ourselves more permission, like we release what we're holding on to. And so, yeah. Yeah, that is so powerful. Um, okay, so you have had like some pretty amazing quantum leaps in the last like few months in your business. I would love if you could tell us about those and then what would you attribute these quantum leaps to? Like what kind of shifted? 
Well, yeah, so about a year ago, January 2020, I'd had about 3K-ish months for months and months and months and months and months. And I was really frustrated and fed up. And I decided, nah, I'm making a million dollars in 2020. And so straight away, I jumped to $52,000 a month and then to $50,000 a month, then $100,000 a month and ended up doing 1.3 mil in 2020. Um, and then I officially, well, I've cost a million dollars within a month only Man, would that be like a week and a bit ago now? Wow. Um, yeah. So that was within, it wasn't technically within a calendar month. It was just like from, you know, within a month. Because um, January only was 939000 I was like, only. Oh, that's <laughs> okay. That's okay. We will get there to be in a calendar month. Look. So when it comes to quantum leaps, um, what helped that was trusting myself more, believing in myself more, trusting what I knew and implementing what I knew rather than trying to learn more. And, you know, I think often we can get in that cycle of like, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I don't know enough. I'm not there yet. And so just embodying what I knew, um, and, you know, having processes and things that I play with that really help, I kind of want to say help me be in my power more mm. and so you know I know that I can be really logical and I can get kind of you know I can get o like overthink things and worry about things so I have processes in place which kind of keep my overthinking and my logical mind at bay and totally supporting my manifestation and so because in the past I was just so logical and so like how 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 and I question everything so now I just allow myself to kind of take care of my human which helps me stay in alignment more. Yes. I really love hearing you talk about that. Um, I teach a little bit about like the emotional guidance scale and like moving up the scale and allowing for those negative emotions and kind of how to move through them. And what is kind of your, pro if you want to share your process for kind of like moving through the overthinking or the fear or the self-sabotage? Well, in that moment of when we're experiencing that, it's funny. I literally just talked about this on an Instagram story the minute before we jumped on. Um, it's realizing that whenever we feel negative emotion, it's because we're disconnected from who we really are. And the story we're telling ourselves isn't real. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean the emotion's wrong, but it means the base story we're telling ourselves is wrong and it's not true. And so when I'm really deep in emotion, I just like connect to a different part of me and say, what does my heart know about this? What does my soul know about this? What does God universe source know about this? Um, or I just simply play with what else do I know to be true that feels better than this? Mm. You know, I just let it be simple. It's not like, I think often we're like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm never going to have money. And we try and talk ourselves into having a million dollars there in that moment. It just doesn't freaking work. And so it's allowing ourselves to be where we are, not making it wrong, but allowing ourselves to connect back to something we know, something that feels a bit better and allowing the energy to move that way. I absolutely love that. And I actually forgot to tell you that um, after Sherry told me about you, she was talking about how you, and then I, I went and watched one of your videos around quantum leaping and setting like small goals that you already yeah. know how to do. And I was like, okay, I'm going to make $500 tonight. Just like had no, not launching anything. And like literally overnight that happened. And then it happened again and again and again. And I, I ended up doing like 14 K in like 12 days out of nowhere, just from like, the smallest thing. So yeah. that was a huge game changer for me in realizing like, cause I think we get really caught up. Well, our egos in like, cause I also want to have a million dollar business. So I'm always thinking about the million, but then I'm never measuring up. So just going smaller doesn't mean that you're not going to make it. It actually just means you're letting go of resistance. Right. 
hundred percent. And I feel like I was actually talking about this with my mastermind ladies yesterday. It's like realizing that often when we're into growth, we sabotage ourselves. Could we go? It needs to be more. If we're in the space of I'm not there yet, I'm missing out. I'm not measuring up. We're actually resisting what we want. And so sometimes being like in a really growth mindset kind of position can really be detrimental. And so it's realizing that the version of you who has what you want feels satisfied and great about where they are. Mm. The more you feel satisfied and great about where you are, the more you get. Yeah. Rather than the more you want, the more you get. No, the more you feel satisfied and great about where you are, the more you get. Mm -hmm. So in terms of like manifesting money in these crazy months that you've had, do you like set the intention beforehand and then do you kind of like feel the feelings of it happening or what's kind of your like money manifesting tips? Yeah, well, with with the big months I've had, I didn't even intend to have that bigger month. Mm. But even in, um, so my highest month had been 250K up to December. And in December, I really wanted a hundred thousand dollar month, and I ended up doing two nine five. And then in January, on the first of January, I was like, "To be in my beautiful man, I was like, I really, I would love to do three hundred k this month. I love to just cross that, like, do you know? Because I needed two nine five. Well, no, it was good, but I wanted to like cross that. Mm-hmm. And so in January, I was like, "Man, I hope I can do that." And at the tenth, I was at sixty k. So a third of the way, and I was at sixty k. And then things just kind of went a bit crazy. What was it? What was my highest week? Two, no, three, six, six, I think. Yeah. And so it wasn't, it was just bit by bit. It was me being an energy of, yeah, like just aligning with something more, looking to the next pillar, like looking, if you're on a journey, the next post, how do I feel about that? How did that feel? And opening up my energy around it, not trying to look to something way ahead of me and be like, how can I get there? It's like, how can I just feel good where I am and expecting more where I am? Okay. So yeah, that's kind of what I really garnered from listening to your videos is like, really giving a shit about how you feel, as you say, and then seeing how you feel about the goal. Like, does the goal feel possible or is there resistance there? And then how do you work through limiting beliefs? Like, okay, for example, I still am struggling with the limiting belief around the audience size. And I would like love to hear how you've kind of like circumvented that. Well, the most this is what I often say about limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs I feel like often we're like, oh my God, I've got this limiting belief. It's destroying me. And it's important to realize that you've had this belief about your audience size and you still made 14K in 12 days, was it or something? True. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so what we often realize is like, literally, it's kind of like the way to think about it is you can only hold so many objects in your hand and the objects you're holding in your hand is what's creating your reality. Now you've got thousands of objects to choose from every day you've got objects that feel good and objects that feel bad you don't have to go through every single object in your house and chuck out all the ones that are bad in order to have a good experience you just need to pick up the ones that feel good more this doesn't mean do don't do work on your beliefs don't shift them don't release the resistance don't make them more less triggering because it's going to make you not stay away from those objects more if they don't bring up emotions within you but it's saying that The work isn't to never have a negative thought. The work isn't to never believe anything at all that could possibly be detrimental. The work is holding the objects that work. Like I was doing a training um, in my mastermind group last week, actually, on this concept and, you know, moving from a space of fear and doubt into alignment. And we did that. And my client was aligning with a new client. And then like literally within five minutes, someone reached out and was like, I want to sign out with you. And so she created it 
And it was it wasn't her getting like destroying any negative thought she's ever had. It was just tapping into the energy of having what she wants. And so it's realizing that like my first month in business was a thirty thousand dollar month. Now I never did any money work before then. Mm -hmm. I was just focused on what I wanted and what I desired. And so it's releasing this idea that because we have a negative belief, we can't create. We create what's in our hand at any moment. We create, we create what we're holding, whether we want it or not. Mm, that's so good. I had a similar story to you. And I really am resonated with your story around money because when I first started, I had no idea what was like normal. And I heard like 16K months, normal. Okay. And my first ever launch was like uh, 385 people signed up for something. And I literally did one Facebook post and I never, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was just passionate about it. And then the more I learned about marketing and money beliefs, like the worse it got. <laughs> a million percent. I a hundred percent agree. And this is why, like with all my work, my intention is to help people create what they want, just being themselves. Keep it simple. Like it's not complicated. It's simply, you know, it's it just tapping into the version of you who has it and trust yourself and love yourself and backs yourself and living in that energy more, holding the objects that work more. Mm. That creates magic. Okay. I, I just have like so many questions for you. Um, so do you listen to Abraham Hicks? Um, it's actually interesting. I have spent a bit of time listening to Abraham Hicks since I came across manifesting and there have been times that it's really, um, helpful for me. Um, I would say I've listened to Abraham Hicks less than ever in the past six months, which have been the most successful parts of my business. Um, and I feel like sometimes when I put um, Abraham on Hicks on these days, it actually makes me more logical rather than trust oh. it, it, it's like, I find it yeah can actually sometimes create resistance to me when the past it never did so at the moment hardly ever um but I that was definitely a big part of my journey yeah definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah I just resonate with what you said because they talk about like picking up the sticks that feel good picking up the objects that feel good okay so yeah. what is your take on because I heard you I already kind of know your answer but <laughs> I'd love for you to explain it too if you are um trying to get your dream body, for example, but like when you pick up that object, it doesn't really feel great. So you kind of just shift your focus to something else. What's your take on that? Cause that's kind of like what Abraham says to do. Yeah. Like shifting it to something else. You can definitely do that. Well, it's soften where you are. It's really, whenever you pick up an object and you always pick it up, it's really freaking heavy and you don't like it. Soften it. Right. So if your story is my body absolutely sucks, you could be like, well, there are some things I like about my body. You know, I really like my eyes and I really like my legs and I like that I am fit and I am trying my hardest right now and I am starting to take care of myself. These are things which can move you in the direction around that same object. So we can soften, softening where we are is brilliant. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause sometimes they say like, well, just don't think about that thing that doesn't feel good and only focus on what feels good. But I've heard you say like, but you can't help yourself sometimes. So but yeah. And that's the thing. Like if you, this is an object you always pick up, soften it you know um yeah definitely it's fine to move it and sometimes you know i get people to connect back to something in the same area for their own business that actually feels good because that will just naturally soften the other one but um if we feel really off about an area and we never shift it out we're just gonna it's gonna be a point of attraction yeah you know so mm -hmm. I've heard it's funny because I was just listening to one of your videos before we hopped on and it's been coming up a lot lately around the embodiment piece. And you mentioned it like before around embodying kind of that version of you. Is there any practices that you do to really embody your next level version? Um, well, the first thing I have to say about that is 
realizing that the next level version of us is similar to where we are, just a wee bit less doubt and a wee bit more confident and trusting ourselves. Mm. And so I feel like often we think it's like this really big deal. Like, how do I go there? And this is so exhausting rather than realizing that we're already there. Like we're already enough. We're already worthy. We're already deserving. And so it's embodiment of our next level is making where we are not as wrong. Mm. Softening where you are. Well, it's, the only reason we're not where we want to be is because we're telling ourselves the story where we are or we're saying we're not good enough where we are. Mm. Yeah, I'm just and like, so, <laughs> my own story. I'm just thinking about my own story because like, obviously I teach about manifestation, but, and I feel like I'm continuing to tell the story of like where I want to be, but obviously like my point of attraction is still like, but you're not quite there yet, you know? Yeah, so your limiting belief then is that you're not there. And something's missing and you're not good enough. And so it's actually that you're like you're rejecting where you are. And when you accept and embody that you're enough right now, that's actually when you attract it. And so it's not finding out how to get there, it's being here and releasing the part of it that's wrong. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. So when you um like set an intention and you notice things come up, basically your your process could you just like explain your kind of process in a nutshell as you move throughout the day to kind of manifest well yeah it totally depends on what the desire is like if this is a new desire um yeah like i would do if i want to create something new i definitely do intentional manifestation work every day which is just simply checking in and noticing how I feel because if we check in and we feel really good about something it's kind of like pulling back a bow and arrow putting it at the target and just letting it go and then we go enjoy life and it takes us to the target um and so I like to check that my bows are all pointing directly to the target um mm -hmm. on the things I want to create um but yeah when I first want to note it um first want to create something I'm just noticing like the my common patterns and resistances and doubts and worries that kind of come up as I live my life and then I just make sure I'm doing work on those mm -hmm. um yeah but then when I work with smaller goals and I just work with manifesting smaller and smaller smaller things often you start just creating more and the momentum of that makes you feel better and then it's really easy to expand from there mm -hmm. and so yeah it's about doing small things getting behind small things feeling a bit better and a bit better and aligning your energy with what you want. Things will start to move. Things will start to flow, which will give you the momentum and it just builds from there. You just make it seem so easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's my goal to make manifestation really easy because I don't feel like it needs to be challenging. Yeah. Yeah. And I find that so refreshing because there are so many different teachers and processes. And I think all of them are really aimed at the same thing, which is like feeling better, basically. <laughs> Yeah, a hundred percent, definitely. But there are many different ways to do that. And I feel like a lot of people um, kind of just say, just feel good. And even a lot of people are feeling quite limited by that. And then whenever they feel, you know, calm, they're like, shit, I'm not in alignment. And they're building up beliefs around what it's like to feel good. I've actually a bit of a course that's been coming at the back of my mind for a while now has been um, manifestation for perfectionists. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. I feel like a lot of people are like me and they've just shoot, they shoot themselves in their foot about, in the foot about all this, trying to be perfect, trying to make it work, trying to, you know, telling themselves they're not doing it right. And that's creating most of the resistance rather than real resistance. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> That's so ironic. Um, what's your favorite practice to when you come up against something like a limiting belief to move through it? Well, I come up. It's really interesting because I just approach this stuff differently. And what I mean by that is like, I was going to say, like, I don't do really any work around my limiting beliefs as such. The way I'd approach it instead is like, when I feel really a lot of negative emotion about something, mm -hmm. my goal and my desire is to shift how I'm feeling. So I feel calmer, acceptance, either calm acceptance or in a more positive position around it, that's it. And so it's not like, oh my God, that's a limiting belief. It's, oh, I feel kind of off right now. How do I soften this? How do I feel a bit better? So I don't actually approach things. It's kind of interesting you asked me this question because I was thinking about <laughs> how I approach these days. I don't actually really approach things in terms of what's a limiting belief I feel. I don't care about limiting beliefs I've got. I care about how I feel. And if I'm feeling a way that doesn't feel good to me, I love myself and I listen and I shift it and love, love, like give love to myself and, you know, accept it and move it. And so it's never about like, oh my God, I can't believe that. It's like, oh, I just don't feel that good right now. How can I accept and release this? Which allows me to feel better. I love that so much. <laughs> it's, a, it's so funny because I just taught a course called the happiness frequency all about that. Like, how do you feel in relation to your goals and how can you kind of move into a place of acceptance? And that just resonates with me so much. And I don't know if this also resonates, but I think a lot of people have trouble like recognizing how they feel and like I know for me with my eating disorder like I blocked my emotions for the majority of my life so really recognizing how I feel is kind of uncomfortable it was that like a process for you or did it kind of come naturally um I definitely feel like it wasn't something that was really natural for me to notice how I felt um but it was also really hard because there was a bit of disconnect. And I feel like a lot of my clients are in this position too, where they're super optimistic on the outside when they come to work with me. Um, but they're not creating. And there's a big difference between being really positive and optimistic and actually creating what you want. You can feel, you can be like, yay, life's amazing. I'm going to be so happy. Oh my God, I'm never going to have what I want. And so in terms of... Um, yeah, moving this, shifting this, getting better with how I feel is I started to just really, um, like I would often rate things. Mm. Like, ask, you know, my body had, like, how good do I feel right now? You know, I would kind of, because then it wasn't just like, oh, no, 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 no I'm totally positive. It was like, how does my body feel? Which was like, it was more real and it was more grounded and it was more like, you know, not as like fluffy and bypassy and shit. Yeah. 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 Cause that's a big thing. People always like the whole toxic positivity thing. I, yeah. I was thinking about that and I, like, I feel like true positivity isn't toxic. It's just that when we try to like pretend to be positive, like that's toxic positivity, but I feel like it's kind of a mis misnamed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really tricky. It is really tricky because, you know, trying to be positive, there's nothing wrong with trying to be positive. It's just, you know, when we're like, oh, I'm totally going to do this because I've got to be really positive. And then, well, do you feel you're going to? No. Okay, well, it's not like, you know, it's about yeah. bringing your whole self into alignment, yeah. Yeah. Um. So what what's like the biggest lesson you've learned in your manifestation journey thus far? Or just life? 
Oh my goodness, what's my biggest set lesson I've learned in life? Um, <laughs> stop seeing things as outside ourselves and realize that everything is available. We have a relationship with everything that we can tap into depending on how we feel. And it's just about noticing how we feel. It's about caring about how we feel. It's There's nothing like the universe is waiting on you. You're your point of attraction. It's not about what can I do to get the universe to give it to me. It's about, you know, which part of me is resisting this, which part of me feels separate from this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I guess I like learn a lot in terms of being kind to myself when things aren't working <laughs> and um, just realizing that I don't actually need anything and just coming back to that space of we don't actually need anything. Like we're fine right now and being okay where we are has been a big lesson for me. Mm. I, yeah, I was noticing that like acceptance and then coming into a place of appreciation, I find is so powerful to shift. Yeah, a hundred percent. Cause yeah, when we're in the space of position of lack, we're always stopping it. And so mm-hmm. whatever helps us move out of that definitely. Yeah. So wh- what is, what, what's kind of like your, I just have like two more questions, but what's kind of your business model in terms of what you, how you spend your days and how, where you see your business going from here? Oh, that's such a hard question. Cause I am so, I am so like, I just follow my inspiration and I feel like now's been a time because there's a lot of my plate over the next few months where I have been like, I have like three courses in the background. I'm like, Emma, you're not launching them yet. You're not allowed yet. (laughs) because I've just got so much on um my business model is do what I love love what I do if something doesn't feel good change it move it shift it serve focus around manifestation um always do what's in integrity um and just allow it to shift as it goes like I just do what feels good my days are normally some one-on-one clients um I normally have either another program training or a mastermind call most days, not all days, maybe about three days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just fun and it's flow and it's like, I just love it. And then apart from that, I just spend like half an hour, maybe an hour tops writing content, doing other things. Yeah, it's yeah. just what Rachel inspired to do. I just do what I love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and I love how, I mean, I love how simple you make manifestation and also like, the amazing success you have and like your website is very like this is this is what I offer like it's not like a 10,000 scrolling sales page and like all of this like convincing it's like here's what I have like I really admire that thank you and I think that's important like I'm the kind of person I I honestly sell to people like me. I'm the kind of person who I trust myself I listen when I feel a pull towards something I dive in and I don't need to know all the information. I, if someone's trying to convince me of something, I'm like, are you serious? I already knew if I was going to do this originally. Yeah. And that's how I kind of treat, like treat my clients. I get, I expect my clients that they trust themselves. You know, I want them to trust themselves. I want them to believe in themselves. I want them to follow what feels good for them. Um, and so I will never tell someone that they have to work with me and I'm going to convince them to work with me because that's not the energy I kind of want. Um, but also if I have to pull someone over a line and get them to convince them of me, they're not going to fully thrive in my programs because they've got to be able to lead themselves first and put themselves there first because only then are they really going to thrive. Because But if they're willing to do that, if people know something's right and they're willing to trust themselves and dive in, then the program's going to be amazing for them. Magic. Yeah. 
Um, what's your goal for the rest of the, for like 2021? Well, what is my goal for 2021? Well, before I started the year, the goal was 3 million this year. Um, <laughs> That's way and- too small now. <laughs> What's that? Sorry, that's way too small now. Well, that's the thing. I didn't expect to nine three nine my first month, um, <laughs> and so yeah, because I'm almost at one point two now. Um, so I I just don't even know. Like, what my real goal is to keep doing what I love, keep listening to myself, keep trusting myself and the impulses I'm getting. Um, definitely want to buy a house. Mm-hmm. What I really want to do, and my I get what I want when I want it kind of energy is I really want to buy the house in like the next two weeks, please. Thanks universe. Um, (laughs) Like I just, I just, I think it's so bad that I'm just so used to manifesting what I want and creating what I want. And yeah, like if I get really excited about a house and then I went and saw one a few days ago that I thought I was just going to like, it was going to be the house. And I went there, I was like, Oh, because it's smaller. Oh, Mm. I don't know if it was the house. And I was like, firstly, a bit hormonal right now. But also really upset. I was like crying to my partner. I was like, this is so frustrating. This sucks. Because I'm just so, yeah, it's actually kind of funny because I haven't actually done my own manifestation work around the house. Mm. Like I just haven't. Like I just haven't sat down and actually done that, which is quite funny. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's funny. So yeah, we want to move into our house, which we're going to buy shortly. Um, yeah, get engaged to my man, maybe get married this year. Yeah. What, what? Um, yeah. And businesses continue to grow and do what I love. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, any tips for people around? Cause you said, I, I have kind of a crazy romance story too, where I met my husband and we got engaged like two weeks later and then got married in three months during COVID. And, um, you said you manifested your man like within hours. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I had been seeing this guy and we'd only been seeing each other for like a couple of months, but I'd been single for like five years before then. And I knew what I wanted. And this guy was lovely, but had just come out of like a 10 year relationship. And uh, I was kind of about six weeks in and I think I was a bit like, I just don't think he's ready for this. Like he, yeah. And he just said a few, like a few like critical comments. And I was like, oh, this isn't what I want anyways I was like screw that no no more and so I went to my sister's like party because she was like leaving to move cities and I rocked up with a bottle of wine and I said to these girls I know I was like girls like that's done ending that nah that's not what I want I am going to be with a guy who's just amazing and incredible and driven and he just adores me and he just loves me and he feels so lucky to be with me and told them like this is what I want and it was probably 5 36 o'clock at night and Ben and I were kissing within five hours and that was like that was four years and six days ago wow I love that so much and so yeah and I was like oh that was easy mm-hmm. yeah I know it yeah it's kind of the same for me it, like once I finally just kind of like let go it was so easy and he lived like across the country and it was pretty crazy but um uh, through me and my uh, friend on Instagram, who I decided to fly out to Toronto and surprise her. And I'm on the West Coast of Canada. And um, 
I needed her address and stuff. So he was her part-time roommate. So I messaged him on Instagram. He called me that night and we talked on the phone for two hours and we were pretty much like, we kind of knew I flew out there a week later. And then within 24 hours, like we said, I love you. And then I missed my flight home uh, accidentally on purpose. And then we got engaged and it's just been like a whirlwind ever since. Amazing. So now are you living with him and your friend? Uh, no, uh, we, he moved, we both moved like, so I'm from Victoria, BC. So we met and I stayed out there for four months with him and he had another place and then we moved here. So now we're in Victoria and we just moved into a new place. We all got a puppy and two cats and like everything. <laughs> that is amazing. That is yeah. so cool. I love that so much. How long ago did that happen? Last year? Last year. Yeah. We got married in April last year during, during COVID on our friend's balcony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Zoom wedding. Yeah. But anyway, I think like, I mean, that was all my questions. I just really wanted to kind of hear your mindset on how to move through like things that are kind of blocking you, but yeah, you really answered it. Just like, how do I feel? (laughs) Get to a better feeling place really. Well, it's just loving ourselves though. The most, most people in this area, the biggest resistance they have is they feel they they think they shouldn't feel what they feel. Mm-hmm. and if it's okay if we don't resist what we're feeling we're like oh this is just a feeling and then it moves and we shift and it's not the shame and the guilt but the shame and the guilt those really low vibe energies come when we're like i shouldn't feel bad mm-hmm. we just look at a situation for what it is we're like okay i feel a bit sad about that and just like allow it yeah allow it and then just remember who we are and you know just connect to another part of us that knows the truth and mm-hmm just moves um one last thing do you know your human design i am a sacral generator Mm. i really want to meet a really (laughs) successful projector (laughs) you've met any successful projectors i mean i do know some yeah but i what like you know like the the three i have like three kind of manifestation teachers that really inspire me people inspire me and they're all generators yeah that's fine But that's okay. Like, man, some of my clients who are absolutely killing it are projectors. Mm. Um, so, yeah, you can still create what you want. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, is there any any last words? Where can we find you and see your programs? Do you have anything coming up that you want to um, take note of? Um, so I'm Emma and Flow at Instagram um on instagram i've got soldier and babes which is my facebook group which i'm super active in emmainflow.com is my website what have i got coming up oh well people want to expand their businesses and make their business go freaking crazy and manifest money on demand um, abundance now starts okay. in just over a month um which is the best one for business manifesting blowing up what you're doing creating absolute magic um it's freaking awesome i highly recommend it uh, yeah, I was looking at that today and I was like, I think I'm going to need to be in there. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so good. I just, it's like my signature program. Like we haven't, there are over 60 people in it and I haven't even launched it really yet. So it's going to be amazing. It's and amazing. it starts in March. March the 17th. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yay. Okay. Thank you so much. I'll link everything in the show notes and um, talk to you soon. <laughs> Thanks. Beautiful. Talk soon. Bye. <laughs>